Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Uninformed Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, or known as Tish by my colleagues here. Today, we have Ethan. How are you doing, Ethan? I'm feeling great, man. I'm super excited. I'm really pumped. Glad that you are really pumped. Jared, how are you doing, buddy? I'm one above cloud eight. Cloud nine. Wow. That is very high. Jonah, how are you doing, my man? Woo! Let's go, baby. I am so excited to be back this week. Let's see what you got in store. I am. I love your enthusiasm. And... Last but not least, we have a special guest with us this week. He is the one and only Michael. How are you doing, buddy? Dude, these introductions are getting me going here, I have to say. I'm glad. You're Doesn't sound be... like it. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> oh, wait, that sounds sad. You'll, you'll change. Yeah. You'll change after you hear <laughs> what I have to say. Oh, I'm excited. I was just so amped up. Whoever went after me, it was going to feel flat. You know what I mean? That's my bad. So, for today, we are going to discuss sonic weapons. Woo! Sonic (laughs) weapons! Let's go! Wait, are we talking like Sonic the Hedgehog? No. (laughs) Sonic weapons. No, no. Like sound, sonic weapons. It's sonic weapons. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, before we get into my little game I have called Factor Fiction, do you guys have any comments or any ideas what sonic weapons are? Yeah, the military use it. It's like giant speakers and they'll blast frequencies or tones at some sort of terrorist and blow their eardrums out or just make them want to kill themselves. That is a pretty interesting comment and that is semi-accurate. Anybody else? I'll say when Ethan said that. Yeah. yeah. After the way you just roasted Ethan, I'm, I don't think I want to answer. <laughs> oh, come on. That's fine. No, it's I'm fine. We'll, we'll get guy. into it. I'm not trying to roast him. I'm just saying. I'm afraid to crispy. answer now. I'm crispy I, over here. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead and say what you want. I'm just curious to what you guys have to say first. Uh, it's basically the military using big speakers to blast sonic waves and kind of <laughs> intimidate the terrorists. Wow. I've never heard of that one before. Nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. So without further ado, we'll get into our game of fact or fiction. So Jared, you ready for the first one? Yes, sir. All righty. So if sound waves are focused at a person, they can make their brain melt. Is that fact or fiction? Fact. That is fiction. Ooh. We've only seen that in sci-fi films. And it's been talked about in sci-fi stories. Yeah, but Jared, where do you get not... your info? Sci-fi films? Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's my info. I'm just saying where we've seen it. Um, it has, we do not have the capability to recreate that. So that is fiction. Moving on to the second one. Jonah, are you ready? Oh boy, am I. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's All go. Right. So if sound waves are focused from a person Fact. at a glass at a oh. high frequency, high enough frequency, the glass will shatter. Fact. fact. Oh, it's a fact. Fact. Jumping wow. on the gun. That is true. Um, for a bonus point, can you guess what the frequency has to be for the glass to shatter? 
I know this answer. Megahertz. I know this answer. What, Ethan? That's a trick question. It's a variable frequency because it has to do with the resonant frequency of the object in question. So Ooh. it changes from glass to glass. So if you that had an actual is... number, Tish, you would be wrong. <laughs> that, that is so a very roasted. good answer, and that is the correct answer. Um, <laughs> I, I have, okay, to, to put it out there, I have looked up a number, and it says 550 hertz, but your answer is more correct, Ethan. Yes. Yeah, I, glass resonates at 550 hertz, and yeah, then that's Yeah, right exactly. Answer. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on the object, yes. All right. So for question three, Ethan, are you ready? No. Okay, yes. Okay. So the tuning note for A has a vibrating frequency of 440 hertz. Is this fact or fiction? Well, in standard Western music theory, that is fact. However, there are other music theories that offer different resonant frequencies for the note A, such as 432. However, we will go with 440 since that's the standard. That is correct. Congrats. <laughs> okay, thanks, bud. All right. The next question I'll send over to Mike. Number four. Are you ready, buddy? I am ready. All right. So <laughs> LRADs, which are long, long range acoustic devices, were used after the bombing of the USS Cole off the coast of Yemen in 2000. Is this fact or is this fiction? Faction. Faction? What? <laughs> what? What does that mean? I'm going to go fiction. Go fiction. 100% fiction. fiction. That is a fact. Well, that sucks. Yeah, that's all right. So, so that's pretty much the conception of LRADs, which we are going to talk to talk about uh, down the line. But we have one more question to get through. And who wants it? I need a redemption. All right. I'll give it to you, Mike. So number five, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So the FBI, ATF, so the alcohol, tobacco, firearms, or now it's uh, explosives, explosives uh, bureau in the U.S. Um, and the local law enforcement in Texas played these boots are made for walking to lure cultists out in Waco, Texas. Is this fact or is this fiction? That is way too damn specific. So I'm going to say fact. Yeah. It is a fact. It's you fact. are correct. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. You definitely redeemed yourself. Thank All you. right. So now we are going to move on to LRADs or like I said before, long-range acoustic devices and Ethan um, and I guess Jonah <laughs> kind of uh, touched on it a little bit at the beginning. So these can be referred to as sound cannons because of how powerful they are. Um, they are also referred at, to as active denial systems or acoustic hailing devices. These devices are usually used by law enforcement to quell protests and for therefore crowd control actually uh, the devices usually emit a blaring repetitive alarm sound handheld ones usually go for about five thousand dollars and the large military grade ones go for around a hundred grand to about almost 200 grand 
Um, the ACLU, which is the American Civil Liberties Union, is concerned with the effects of LRAD on humans because they produce nausea, uh, hearing loss, and other effects. Because there have been people that have experienced brain damage, which we, we will get into. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but the pain threshold is 130 decibels. And the LRAD can produce up to or around 162 decibels, which is pretty fascinating. The legality and the question of LRADs is, are they actually non-lethal since they tend to produce these effects? Do you guys think they are non-lethal? You said they produce brain damage? Yeah, they can in some cases, depending on the person and where they're at. I think that they're not immediately lethal, but they have some pretty severe long-term effects for sure. Yeah. My mama always told me too much of anything is a bad thing. So I would say too, too much, much sound, yeah. waves is a bad <laughs> too much thing. much volume. Yes. Yeah, I know that the, the club I go to on the weekends, they play music at 161 decibels. Oh, wow. So it's one, you know, I get bleeding ears, you know, we're all like brain damaged when we go there, but. Well, hey, at just, least you're having that's fun. That's just that's one matters, night. Right? If you had that noise every second of the day, too much. See, it's too, too much. much yeah. yeah, definitely. I agree. No, but 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 actually, though, like the 160 is terrifyingly loud. I don't yeah. know what a jet engine is extremely loud. It's almost painful. That's like what 110 decibels. Yeah, and it's a log. It's a logarithmic yeah. scale, so it's it's super yeah. super high. That's yeah. like yeah, painful volume. Yeah, the distance for these LRADs are about 3.5 kilometers or 2.1748 miles. So a little over two miles. So that's that's about the average, which is kind so, of interesting. Tish, yeah. Question is the is is the volume at two miles or two point seven miles one hundred sixty decibels, or is it at the source is one hundred sixty decibels? It's at that distance, yes. So it's even it's, well, no, way it's louder at, the at that distance. I mean, they can, obviously insane. they can regulate the volume. It's not going to be immediately 162. They're going to increase it if they have to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's just insane. That if after yeah. three miles, imagine something so loud that after three miles away, it's still loud enough to like cause brain damage. Yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. That's insane. Yep. Uh, what is also interesting. You guys might be thinking, where have these devices been used? Um, yeah. I found a few cases. Yeah. Uh, there is, they were used in Australia, and the Australian parliament, parliament or government was questioned by uh, civilians and officials if they were actually used. They gave a roundabout answer and said, we will look into it. And the other case I saw was actually in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So you guys are like this. Yeah. This was in 2009 regarding the G20 summit. Uh, There were protesters. It was more of an anti-globalist movement. Barack Obama went to that. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. So what happened was protesters were being a little rowdy. Law enforcement uh, ended up using LRADs, uh, smoke grenades, types of non-lethal equipment to well, the protesters, they use the alarm for a few seconds and they shout a message, something to the extent of back off uh, from the city of Pittsburgh, something like that. You can find the full video online it is very interesting. So I suggest you guys check it out after the podcast. 
So I'm curious what you guys think about that. That was used kind of by us. You never know these things are happening in your own backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a pretty severe form of crowd control, I would think, right? Because smoke yeah. grenades, that's just like localized to however far the smoke goes. Riot shields, you know. But if they use an LRAD, I guess it'd be an SRAD, right? Short range acoustic device because they wouldn't need the three mile range for just crowd control. Yeah, they, they, you're right. But they, they do call it LRAD because they try it. I think the majority of the time, if it's not used for protesters, they use it for like at sea to try to send uh-huh. a message across and try to detect if there's a threat or not. So we're going, it's going back to our fact and fiction when we were talking about the USS Cole, if they were trying to determine, um, well, after that was like the, like the conception, that was like the issue, like not determining if there were enemies or tangos out there. And they also use it for search and rescue teams to try to find people who are missing. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how I wonder how they're operated because like obviously a user couldn't just stand there and turn it on. It had to be operated remotely. Oh yeah. It's it's right at the, the source. There's a a device, a core that's attached to it, and there's like a remote and they speak into it. I guess like a speaker and then yeah. it projects it out. Because with that kind of sonic energy, headphones wouldn't do diddly squat. That is interesting. Yeah, they do not. From one article I read. There was an audio producer that was not at the protest I mentioned, but a different protest, and he was feeling nauseous. He felt like it was similar to the effect of looking to the sun, if that makes sense. Like, it was that, like, repulsive. I do that every day. <laughs> a lot of vitamin D oh, that way. It's not ideal. It's too late, I guess. I too late. <laughs> stop now, Jared. I can't stop. It's addicting, man. <laughs> Alrighty, so our next area we're going to move on to is the U.S. Embassy in Cuba. This is around 2016. I don't know if you guys ever heard of what happened in the U.S. Embassy in Cuba. I mean, have you guys heard anything before I get into it? No. So what happened was there were painful noises, painful sounds that were uh, within the embassy. Marco Rubio, Senator Marco Rubio afterwards, he reported saying that the sophisticated it was sophisticated tech that the Cubans or a third party used, and that there were high pitched beams of sound. So, the staff at the U.S. Embassy reported having headaches, dizziness, insomnia, hearing loss, and brain injuries. Uh, the U.S. ended up pulling out all the staff at the U.S. Embassy. Um, but there were there was actually no conclusive evidence at the time. But what ended up happening was this was about a few years ago. A scientist from Michigan, he said, uh, and I quote, incompetence might make more sense than malice. So essentially what he's saying is to go into detail an eavesdropping device like there was a an audible channel that would try to eavesdrop on the conversations from the staff at the uh, u.s embassy um and and it possibly may have collided with automatic light switches light switch sensors and those were using ultrasound as would the eavesdropping device would have been and 
as do some pest repellents use uh, ultrasound. And the frequencies would create uh, possibly a dissonance or a piercing frequency from that. So, and the, sci- the Michigan scientists actually published a 30-page report online, which is pretty fascinating. So, next area we'll go into, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of the Waco, Texas cult. Yeah. Uh, we, I kind of mentioned it a little bit in Factor Fiction. I heard that. I heard that uh, the police played some song "Boots Made for Walking on Your Face" or something, and the cultists were like, "I hate this song. I quit this wow. cult." <laughs> that is interesting. I'm curious as to where you've heard that from. But uh, yeah, so we'll get into it. So the cult was. I'm going to touch on the cult a little bit, so you have a tad bit of context. The cult is called Branch of Davidian Branch Davidians. And the leader is David Koresh. Uh, it was a 51-day standoff from late February of 1993 to about April of 1993. The cult held hostage uh, women and children. So that is one of the reasons why law enforcement, like federal and state, were there to try to forcibly make the cult uh, come out of their residential area or their building. So the... The intent was to, like I said, to try to make them get out. And the way they did that was they used Tibetan monk chants and other irritating sounds, such as rabbits being killed, uh, warps up music. Are Tibetan monks irritating? Well, I guess if they're (laughs) played constantly and (laughs) yeah, I mean, almost I feel like almost any sound could be irritating if it's played long enough. Except this podcast. Oh, that was a good one. And the other sound was, like I said before, Nancy Sinatra, and she was singing, these boots are made for walking. Uh, Christmas carols were played because uh, after a while, at least to me, they they can be obnoxious. Other people maybe love Christmas carols. There were telephones ringing, so that can be irritating. And Reveille. I don't know if you guys know what Reveille is, but Reveille is used in the military to wake up. Usually that's, I mean, that's pretty much exactly what it means. It's to wake up the comrades or soldiers and get them ready for the day. Usually, I guess, I'm, I'm guessing around like 6 a.m., something like that. It's like, with a trumpet. And they would just play that constantly too. So what ended up happening was David Koresh, he reportedly played his own music with his band in retaliation before uh, the FBI and law enforcement had their power cut. So, so that's, that's kind of, it's like they had like a sound a music battle a little bit. So it's kind of interesting. And so what happened was there was a standoff and the situation doesn't end up well at all. But so essentially what happens is the building catches on fire and the majority, majority of, People within the building die to the fire. There are survivors, but yeah, that's what happens. So, you guys have any comments or questions on that? Yeah, how many survivors were there? Um, I know. I think there was one older gentleman. His name was Clive. Um, off the top of my head, and I know there was at least one child. There might be more than one child. I I was not. Uh, necessarily looking into who survived, but I know there was at least a handful of people that survived. 
You think Clive survived because his eardrums are already destroyed from being old? <laughs> Who knows? That could be a potential thing, but I do not know. I did find online that there is a way to make a sonic pistol slash gun. It's more of like a, um, in a way, it kind of represent, resembles a price checker from like the grocery store a little bit, at least the one version I saw, which is mm. pretty fascinating. Uh, so you would have to know, have some electrical engineering skills and do some research on your own. But from what I've seen, uh, the video on YouTube, there's a schematic uh, that uses that connects resistors in parallel. Uh, I bet you can do it in series, but the way that the schematic said and the way it had it was in parallel, um, and they solder the wires, and then it plays music from the speakers, and it's more of it's not necessarily like a like a prototype of an LRAD. It's more of a binaural uh, speaker, so like it focuses sound in one area. And then if the sound moves, then you won't be able to hear it. Or if you move yourself, then it's like silence, which is pretty interesting. Uh, the sound doesn't emit at a very high frequency, but you can definitely hear it. Like I said, it's a prototype, but I bet if you do research and you modify the parts, then you could probably make a slightly larger version or a more impactful prototype or model. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I am say, actually like... considering <laughs> making it myself or having yeah. gold. So, yeah. How hard would it be for me to make? Uh, I'll, I'll make it right now. I got all the tools here. Yeah, yeah, you, I, I bet stuff. Ethan could. Uh, well, it would take some skill for sure. Um, I don't know if I can actually rate how hard it would make, uh, how hard it would be able to make. You would probably need like a circuit board, need uh, resistors to probably do some equations and figure out how to, because the, the guy I saw, he had like a Bluetooth speaker connected to. So that was kind of interesting. Does the NRA endorse the sound guns? As of right now, I do not think so because technically sound bullets are and sound guns are a thing in the movies. But the sound gun per se is just, I guess it's just what they called it. It just really just focuses like music or just like sound in one direction. It's not going to actually like blast objects unless it was at like a very high frequency, I technically, but I have. Could you imagine though, if it did? Yeah, that would be Wait, insane. That'd be I just incredible. had an idea, guys. What if we made that gun that had that <clears throat> shot out a sound that was super loud, right? We modified it so it was very loud, very um, uh, very directional, so it didn't spread out all directions. Very directional. We did, we did it only for a, a second. Listen to this. Listen to this. In addition to that, we had a light cannon that also flashed super bright for a second. So basically it's just a, a flashbang, but a handheld gun that makes a flashbang. So you shoot at somebody, their eardrums get like that noise, like, you know, like when you get that call of duty flashbang thing and yeah. their eyes are like, you can't see anything for a few seconds. Cause we flash them with light so much. I'm making that. Sh I'm making that this weekend. That's awesome. So I'm you want to blind sure. and make people death. Death. I'm pretty yeah. Sure. It's like a flashbang. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we all I guess you could say that in a way. Yeah. Don't know. Are you what pretty sure about something? No, never mind. Moment's gone. No. I wanted to know what it was. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we all just got put on some sort of government watch list with that idea. I'm Thanks, seriously Ethan. making that, though. That, that's actually a really good idea. Like a handheld flashbang gun. Do you know what that kind of reminds me of? Men in Black pen, in a way. Yeah, kind of, it's kind of like that. 
So yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, and to end it with a little video, I guess, before we really open it up, um, there's a video I saw on YouTube by Rob Foster. In a way, this is a little bit of a clickbait title. It's a future non-lethal sonic weapon demonstrated in all caps with an exclamation mark. Uh, when I watched it, I'm like, well, oh, this is going to be really cool. I'm going to, you know, see an actual sonic weapon. But <laughs> the way they say it is Area 69 and the way the weapon actually looks um, doesn't really look too real. So it's more of like a sketch comedy deal. Uh, I suggest you guys go check it out. It's a little funny um, what the weapon does and stuff. It's it's a continuing recurring gag. It's a short video, so you guys should have some fun with it after the podcast. So what do you guys think of Elrads, the cult, Dude, and how they lured, they, they attempted to lure the cult cool out, and Cuba? What happened in Cuba? What do you guys think? Bangers. That's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I've never heard of Elrads before. So it's actually kind of really cool hearing about what they are. Uh, ditto. I, how do you know what these things are, Tish? How do I know what these things are? Yeah. Like, like, did you know what LRADs were? Before I've done research, I have heard of these devices. Um, I thought it was more of like a conspiracy thing or I wasn't exactly sure um, what they were for. I've, I heard, uh, vaguely that they were for like protests but i did not know as much information that i know now so i'm glad i chose this topic because i love sound and i love like sci-fi and like this kind of niche this kind of field so yeah so i knew i knew what lrads were i've heard of them before and so when you asked me in the beginning you said i was only semi-accurate okay well because you want to know how the way you said it I don't know. Maybe I was, I was being a little too critical, but you, uh, you, yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe you were more on the nose than I thought, but it was just the way you said it. Maybe I was like, Oh, that's something accurate. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, that, that's cool, man. You definitely taught me something. And, uh, I'm like, that's a scary weapon. Like that's almost scarier than a gun because that's yeah. some long-term effects to your brain, to your ears. You know, at that sound levels, at those sound levels, you know, like when you go to a concert and you feel it in your chest, uh-huh. This is this is like almost infinitely louder than that. You would feel it oh, through your yeah. whole body. I mean, it would just be like like I said, head, headphones would honestly be absolutely useless. They're, they'd oh, almost be acoustically yeah. invisible to the sound waves. You know, it would just pass right through them because it would affect your whole body. That's so scary yeah. to me. <clears throat> I'm glad I could convince an engineer to actually make one of these types prototypes, and I'm glad you actually learned something. Because yeah. you are a very intelligent person, so if I can convince you of that, uh, I'm pretty proud. So yeah, man. So I'll leave you guys with one question: If we all had one Elrad right now in our backyard, and we had the aux cable, what would we play for three mile mm. radius for everyone to hear? <laughs> Lose yourself by Eminem. <laughs> First thing came to mind. I like this underground rapper. His name's Claims. I would blast some of his tunes. Yeah. Yeah. He's wow. on SoundCloud. Check him out. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I'm glad. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you guys did, uh, be sure to leave a rating, a like, uh, share it on uh, your favorite social media account, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have it on Podbeam, Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. 
Um, I'm glad you guys joined today. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Adios, bro, amigos. Bye. Bye.